Good evening, everyone. We are glad to be here. Uh, chose to stay at home tonight. Just uh, really uh, worn out from the day. And uh, so just to be easier on ourselves, I decided we would uh, go from the house this evening. And I know uh, that you guys understand that, but I really appreciate that, too. I want to go to the Lord in prayer. Uh, remember Sister Donna Faye. Uh, we're still waiting to see the surgeon. Uh, do remember Lynetta. She goes to does a sleep test on the September 16th. Uh, remember that. Continue to pray for Lucas, for Lucas and Jason and Darren. Uh, Natalie, and Sister Donna Arnold, Brother Jerry, and Sister Joanne. Norma Whitledge, Brother Bill and Sister Joanne Bonham, uh, Brother Johnny Bell, and then also his grandson, Justin, Raquel Campbell, Billy Walters, and Billy Lee, uh, Donna Cottle, Jessica, and their family, Sister Rose Todd, and family, Brother Daniel and Sister Diane, uh, Evan, Brother Chuck, Sister Rhonda, Reverend Charles Carl Chester, uh, Zach Dill and his family, Joe and Betty Howard, uh, Little Grayson, Sister Pell, Sister Gail's great great nephew, our missionaries. Uh, do continue to pray for Brother Lonnie, and uh, we appreciate all he did for his his time with us in revival, and then uh, our baptism service was. Uh, a real blessing too, but uh, uh, and I say Becca, our baptism service was a real blessing, and uh, let's pray that we will have more, uh, so that uh, we can have more baptism, more folks saved, more baptism services. There we go, uh, and so we ask you to remember that. And with that, we'll go to the Lord in prayer tonight. Uh, do remember those that are lost. Remember our country. Our governmental leaders, and uh, we do appreciate uh, those who've been praying for us. Uh, we've interviewed for uh, some different positions, haven't heard anything yet on our latest, but uh, do ask you to continue to pray. God's will be done is more important than anything. So, uh, with that, we'll go forward in prayer, then we'll get into service. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your love, mercy, and grace. Thank you, dear God, for the blessings you give us. Thank you, Father, for the uh, day that we've had, Lord, and we pray, dear God, give us the strength we need now. Father, we pray, Lord, touch every heart and soul, dear God, let every uh, one do your will, praise your name. Father, we just ask you that you would deal with those that are lost and backslidden, God. Father, we pray that you would just help us to be that which we need to be and do that which we need to do. And again, Lord, just touch every heart and soul, Father, in the way you desire, and we'll give you glory for it, and we'll praise you for it in Jesus' name. And amen. I also had forgot to ask prayer for uh, the uh, for Debbie. Uh, I don't remember her last name, but the pastor's wife over at Dublin, I think it was in that area. Uh, so do remember that family, though. Uh, the Lord knows exactly who I'm talking about there. Uh, so, with that, uh, you know, last week uh, I believe we talked about our burden that. Uh, 
there's just some things going on that's really burdened us and and, and, and talking about those things is there um, tonight we're going to talk about the word false uh, it's found 64 times in scripture and uh, I thought that was pretty interesting but uh, I don't have 64 verses but we are going to read through uh, several verses and then for those who uh, don't I don't want you don't have to try to write all these down or keep up with me tonight as it is in the you know you can try to keep up with me and I'll try to get this out uh, but I will make copies for those at church who who like to have what we've used and see what we've had uh, and so uh, we'll be uh, we'll have that on Sunday Lord willing uh, that will be available so if you jump right into it the first place we find it, uh, Exodus chapter 20. Now in Exodus chapter 20, we have the Lord's Ten Commandments. God's Ten Commandments are given to us here. Uh, and when we stop to think about this, what a proper place for it to be in this. So Exodus chapter 20, verse 1, we'll read through uh, a few of these, or we'll read through these, and then to be honest with you, in this, uh, we will find that this covers it a lot through there. But as we go through and we look at all these, uh, we're also going to see how that God deals with it. All right? God spake these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which hath brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Well, why? Because they will be false. But I want to add a word there, okay? Uh, thou shalt not make unto thee any graven images or any likeness or anything in heaven above or in the earth beneath and that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God visiting the iniquities of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. I just tell you, church, we 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 got to get back into practice tonight. Six days thou shalt labor and do all thy works, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. It is thou it. In it thou shalt not do any work, nor thou, nor thy sons, nor thy daughters, nor thy manservants, nor thy maidservants, nor thy cattle, nor the strangers that are within thy gates. For in, the six, for in six days the Lord made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them is, and rested on the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. And, and I will be honest with you, we would spend more time with the Lord, more time in church, uh, if we remembered these things. On the, and then verse 12 honor thy father and thy mother that the days may be that thy days may be long upon the earth or upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee thou shalt not kill thou shalt not commit adultery thou shalt not steal thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor the word false means to lie or to deceive uh, make up which again, all runs back to lies, right? Uh, 
Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. And, and if you think about it this way, church, if we would hold to these things right here, the world would be a lot better off today. Uh, so that is, is, is the start of it. God puts this out there. He establishes this. Uh, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Um, and then he starts there. And as we go through the scriptures, we're going to find uh, other verses that deal with this. Okay. In Exodus chapter 23, uh, we read here, starting in verse 1. Thou shalt not raise a false report. Put not thine hand with the wicked to be an unrighteous witness. So remember he says, thou shalt not bear false witness. Well, thou shalt not raise a false report. And you go over into the New Testament, and uh, they talk about false witnesses there. Uh, and when we start in the, the book of Matthew there, and we'll get some scriptures out of there, but there's some that I left out because they said false witness. And I didn't want to put every verse down just because it had the word false in it. But in the book of Matthew, in the falsehoods, they, and, and even Mark there, uh, the Bible records that they sought to find witnesses against Christ. They couldn't find any real witnesses, so they went and they got false witnesses. Even the false witnesses couldn't agree. Uh, but then they finally got two to come in uh, and, and do that. But, but they sought false witnesses and couldn't find folks. So, or they sought witnesses against him and couldn't find folks. They sought false witnesses and, and what they would testify. But then they finally found two false witnesses. And when you say, why two? Well, the Bible says out of the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. Um, so they finally found two people who had lie alike. And so there's many people in the world today, the devil's got, who will bear false witness. Uh, and I'll just tell you tonight that uh, there's a lot of false witnesses uh, in this world who uh, falsely witness against the Bible, uh, against the King James. Uh, matter of fact, I will say this. Uh, I, I would say you have false witnesses or false teachers, false preachers who will say there's not a perfect word of God. Uh, well, if there's not a perfect word of God, then what are we doing wasting our time, right? Uh, but we believe there is a perfect word of God, and we believe those who say there isn't are false. And so they raise a false report. Thou shalt not raise a false report. Uh, and so that's what they do. They raise a false report in saying that there's not a perfect word of God, and say even the King James has flaws, and there's the... And so when we look at these things, uh, just understand this. Don't raise a false report. Then he says, put not thy hand with the wicked to be... Uh, an unrighteous witness. Uh, don't join in with those who are going to go down that road. Matter of fact, don't join in with people who are false uh, witnesses or false reporters. Uh, just, just stay away from those folks. And, and I, I can tell you, <laughs> uh, you know, every when we talk about reports today, uh, I, I would dare say just about every reporter, maybe not every one of them, because you don't know them all. But I'd say a lot of them today report, will report falsely uh, to get their opinion across or to sway people uh, rather than just go ahead and tell the pure, uh, un, unedited truth. 
uh, and so there's a lot of leaning that way. But but here's the deal: the Bible says, "Thou shalt not raise a false report," uh, and so we ought not raise them, but also we should not heed them. Okay. Uh, and then he goes into Exodus chapter 23, down a little further. It says this, verse 7, Keep thee far from false matters. It is amazing to me. Let me go ahead and read this one a little bit further. Uh, Keep thee far from false matters, and the innocent and righteous slay, not, slay thou not, for I will not justify the wicked. Okay, keep from fault, far from false matters. What are rumors? Uh, not when I say that, not people who uh, suppose something good's about to happen, uh, which again is a false matter. Sometimes it gives false hope. Uh, but but mainly what I'm trying to talk about uh, things that go about that really are bad and they seek to destroy or they seek to hinder uh, their, their primary purpose is to hurt um, it's not a speculation for good uh, but rather that for, for the bad and people love that and they spread that uh, and you know we as Christians uh, we should stay away from those things you know we, we should seek evidence of the truth um, and, and we should require evident of the truth uh, you know it, it's it's one of those deals where the Bible does tell us to abstain from all appearances of evil and we should do our best to do that but we should also make sure that this that if something is brought to our attention just because it's brought there and it doesn't appear to be right doesn't mean something went wrong we need to find out for ourselves before we destroy that person, and then we, we shouldn't destroy anyways, but we should find out for ourselves before we, we repeat those things or say those things that then cause a person to be destroyed. Um, false matters are something that so easily today seem to get going up, and they, they really spread wildly through families and through churches, uh, you know, and, and the devil loves it because he loves to cause division. Uh, he loves to cause issues amongst people and, and he just loves to stir up strife um, and, and so you know you and I should stay away from those things we should uh, keep ourselves in, in such a situation that uh, we don't uh, get involved there and it's hard in some aspects because you know what we're like other people we kind of get caught up and we're not careful there um, but truthfully tonight uh, the Bible just says right there in, in plain old understandable English okay keep thee far from false matters and the innocent and righteous slay thou not for I will not justify the wicked um, we, we need to be doing what we need to do for the Lord and hold to that uh, I'll try not to go too fast but uh, go over to Deuteronomy chapter 19 uh, we'll read through excuse me, a few verses here. In verse, let me see here, verse 16, it says, If a false witness rise up against any man to testify against him that which is wrong, then both the man between whom the controversy is shall stand before the Lord, before the priest and the judges, 
which shall be in those days. And the judges shall make diligent inquisition. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something right here. Look at this very carefully. There's a false witness that's arose. There's a matter that's gone on. The judges shall make diligent inquisition. They should be sincere in their desire to seek the truth. Um, they shouldn't sway one side to the other. And, and, and you and I, uh, the same way. We may not like somebody because of something they've done or, or what it is. And the matter's brought before us or something said. And we should do our diligence to make uh, sincere efforts to know the truth and not get caught up in the facts. Does that just get caught? Uh, not get caught up in the lies, rather. Uh, and, and then concede to spread those rumors, but rather we should hold to the facts. And if the facts lay out something that needs to be addressed, then we need to address it. But if they don't, then we need to leave it alone. Uh, and, and so too many times, though, we get caught up in the falsehood of things rather than the truth of things. And it's amazing there that the truth doesn't get carried near as far as a lie does. Uh, so think about that even. But look at how God puts this going on, what should happen. Uh, and the judges shall make diligent inquisition. And behold, if a witness be a false witness and hath testified falsely against his brother, then shall you do unto him as he had thought to have done unto his brother, so shalt thou put the evil away from among you. Um, you know, we, we've uh, misread God's word in, in the New Testament, and they'll say, well, the Bible says, do unto others as they do unto you. No, the Bible says, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. We're supposed to do good, and we're supposed to show love and kindness and mercy. Uh, we're supposed to be true and faithful witnesses. God said here that if there's a false witness that arose and somebody's accusing somebody of something and they desire to have something done to that person and it's found out that that person, the, the one uh, falsely accusing, the one with the false witness bringing the false accusation uh, is found to be that false, then God says you do to that person what they want done to the other person. So let's let's say they wanted them uh, to have to restore to them 600 camels. They, they accused them of stealing 600 camels, and they were found to be a liar. Well, then that person who accused falsely has to give to the person they accused 600 camels. Uh, that would change a lot of things today if you think about it this way. If those type of things were dealt with today, somebody suing somebody for a million dollars because they've accused them of doing something, then it's found out that they weren't doing it. And instead of not getting a million dollars, they now owed a million dollars. People would quit suing people falsely. They would quit bringing false accusations. Um, and I'll tell you something else. Lawyers would become truthful. <laughs> And I'm not saying everyone's bad, but, but they're out for the money, a lot of them. And so they, that's why they advertise, you know, all these things there. 
Uh, and so, you know, if, if we went back to the Bible and we started restoring some of the things the Bible says, uh, there would be a lot of things changed there. We jump over to the book of Psalms, and I don't want to chase that rabbit too far, so let's keep going in uh, the scripture uh, this evening. Psalms chapter 119. You forgive my sniffles. I have had my head stuck in the dirt all day long and uh, yesterday and buried in a hole and I've been blowing out dust. It's not working too good for me. Psalms 119, verse 104. I don't know why. So hard for me to find that. It says this, Though thy precepts or through thy precepts I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. Church, let me tell you something. Uh, we could learn so much through that. Through the word of God, we get what we need. And we should hate every false way. And that if we hated it, we'd stay away from it. You know, uh, didn't tell Lynetta this today, but I was going to, and I, I just, the day was the day. I was wore out, tired when I got home. Um, got too hot, quit sweating, run out of fluids. I mean, it was just a mess. And uh, got to the house and still had to do some work, done that. And then Netta gave me a good dinner and told me to drink fluids and told me to rest. And so I did all that. But today I didn't get to come home for lunch, and so I drove through, uh, Taco Bell for lunch, and uh, I just I wanted something simple. Give me two bean burritos, no onions, because I don't like onions, uh, and uh, large unsweet tea. And uh, I'll leave that alone right there. Uh, I almost complained about their size of their sweet tea, uh, but anyways, uh, got in the got got my order, pulled up there, opened up real quick, started eating, you know, said my prayers and first few bites, I thought, what is that I'm chewing? I can tell when I'm chewing an onion. I'm just telling you. And I thought, they put onions on this. And so I thought, ugh. You know, so I ate you know, a pretty good deal of it. And then it finally got down where there was a lot of onions. And then the next one I got to, and I thought, well, maybe they didn't do, do this one wrong. Anyways, it was full of onions. And uh, so basically, I didn't need it. I just sold them up, wrapped them back up, threw the rest of it in the bag and, and I was pretty upset but I didn't uh, I didn't go lash out or do anything like that I just I just said well the Lord knew how much I needed to eat I was hot and I didn't want to get sick and, and maybe if I'd have ate them both I'd have got sick uh, so you know he knew what to do there but, but through thy precepts I get understanding the Bible says that a soft word turneth away wrath uh, the Bible says that none are righteous or none are perfect or none are good. Uh, you think about that, and not even me. I, I make mistakes. Whoever prepared my order made a mistake. And it may have been an innocent one, or maybe they didn't care. I don't know. That's not for me to decide. But again, maybe it, is, maybe it was just God's hand saying, if you eat all that, you are going to end up getting sick. You're too hot to eat that. So we get understanding through the word of God. Therefore, I hate every false way. And a false way would be for me to go in there and just lash out and tell them how terrible their service was or 
or, you know, complain about everything or, you know, go in there and put my bag on the counter and, and tell them, you know, well, I ordered this and you gave me that. And, and here's the deal. They would have gave me two brand new ones, right? And somebody says, well, you, you, you deserve that. But I ate the first one almost all the way gone. Why would I deserve two brand new ones? But people do that. That's a false flag. If you're willing to eat it, don't complain about it and get another one free because they didn't do it right the first time. Stop what you're doing. Go get go get your order right if you're going to do that. But don't eat it. Then go back and get another one free. That's a false flag. And when we think about this, that's God's word tells us. Thy, through thy precepts, I get understanding. Through the word of God, I get understanding. Therefore, hate I every false flag. Look at verse 5. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I have sworn and I will perform it and will keep it that, and will keep thy righteous judgments. Now, that if we're going to look at this, uh, if we're going to understand this, here we go. The word of God, thy precepts, through it I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. Don't, don't go the way of the world. Don't go the way of the sinner. Uh, we read in Proverbs the other day, he said, My son, if sinners entice thee, go not with them. Don't go that way. That's the wrong way. Uh, Psalms 120, verse 3. Uh, what shall be given unto thee, or what shall be done unto thee, thou false tongue? Now, when I did this one, I wanted to run all the way to my last scripture and give the answer to that. But I'm not going to. Maybe I'll get you back next Wednesday night. <laughs> uh, or hold on to that one for a minute, you know. Because here's the deal. There is, the Bible does answer this. The Bible answers this question. And you and I as Christians, we, we, we know the answer to this already. But, but it's an amazing thing here to stop and think about this. Here's the question asked. God gives the answer. And it's given later on even. It's, it's re-verified. I call it the... Brother Mike called it, and I, and I, I repeat it now, uh, the double witness. Um, God tells us what's going to happen. So what shall be given to thee or what shall be done unto thee, thou false tongue? The Bible tells us in the book of James that the tongue is a vile, unruly instrument which no man can tame. And here's the truth. No man can tame it, but God can. God can do it. If we give our hearts and our minds over to the Lord Jesus Christ, God will work on our tongue. Um, I know this to be true. I know it to be a fact. Uh, I know it because of my own life, what God has done, and how God has changed my wording, uh, the way that I speak, the way that I think, uh, what comes from my heart. And I'm not saying that uh, everything is always right, because it's, it's not, and I wish that it was. But I know this, that the old song's true. He's still working on me. Uh, but I know that uh, through the leadership of the Spirit, through the understanding, the studying of the precepts, the Word of God, through listening, I, I learn more how to uh, tame this tongue. Uh, but a false tongue, God's going to deal with. It's not going to go away. And I will say this, a false tongue is not simply a false word uh, or a false teacher in the Bible. We'll get to that. 
But you just think about it. What is a false tongue? One that tells lies, one that tells deceit, one that is out just simply to destroy. Uh, there's no truth found in it. That's a false tongue. Uh, purposefully doing the things wrong. Uh, those that repeat false matters, those that go the way of the false ways, uh, those that bear false witness, those are false tongues. Uh, Proverbs chapter 6. Starting at verse 16. These six things doth the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination unto him, a proud look, a lying tongue, a hand that sheds innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked imaginations, feet that be swift in running to mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among the brethren. Um, I've got back here, I believe, uh, Paul talks about his journey and in, in, in in false brethren. Um, you know, I hate to say it, but there are, excuse me, there are false uh, brethren today. There are those who uh, simply uh, try to profess one thing, but they don't do it. Uh, the Bible says they have a form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. Uh, Jesus said these people draw mind to me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Uh, Judas was a false brother. Uh, he was amongst the twelve, but he was there for the money. And when the money got great to him personally, those 30 pieces of silver, he sold our Lord Jesus out. Uh, you know, there, there were things there that took place. Uh, and we have that same goings on today, and, I, and, and uh, false shepherds, false preachers, um, will cover in those uh, things there. Uh, but false brethren, uh, not everybody who says to you, "Hey, brother," or "Hey, sister," uh, is really a believer in Christ Jesus and our brethren or sisters in the Lord. Um, some of them throw that word around real easy. Um, I, I've, I've made the statement that uh, there's a contractor who used to call me brother all the time. And the way that he talked, I mean, tell you what, now, I don't know what church he went to, uh, if he went to church, but it, was not, it wasn't the church I would believe in. It wasn't, uh, and I say that carefully, uh, he wasn't getting what they were preaching if they were preaching the truth, I can tell you that. So his heart was not lining up with the scripture and so I never said to him uh, brother uh, instead I, I would call him uh, mister or sir um, but to call somebody brother we need to know that they are brother that they are sister and, and not uh, just putting on pretense and so to be careful there because there's false uh, there's false brethren and, uh, and it said there, he said, And he that soweth discord among the brethren, a false witness that speaketh lies, and soweth discord uh, among the brethren. Now, there are those who want, to destroy, who, who, who want to destroy the church, who want to get rid of the church. Matter of fact, want to destroy church bodies uh, so that the church dissolves and, and goes away. Um, and we need to be mindful of that. It, it's, it's out there, church. So Proverbs 11, a false balance 
is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. A false balance. Um, you know, if we're going to weigh things out, let's weigh out the matter right. Uh, but also this, if you're going to sell somebody, um, <laughs> I heard a lady one time said that when she goes into Walmart and she buys produce, uh, if like she's bought some tomatoes or she's bought uh, some onions or cucumbers or whatever it might be, if it's being sold by the weight, uh, she'll pull that plastic bag that they put them in. She pulls that off and she just puts the produce right down on the scale. She's not paying for the bag. And you know, you think about it. Uh, she's, she's wanting to only purchase what she's purchasing, what she's actually buying there. But you know, I've been to some places and in times and, and uh, realizing this that there are, and I won't I won't give any names, but there are tolerances, so to say. Um, uh, you have to, in in certain places when you go purchase something, if you're purchasing it certain by volume, uh, there's a tolerance there that they have to meet. It cannot be more or less than. A certain percentage there's a tolerance uh, in other words perfection is not expected but is desired and so you know we we went and done stuff and, and purchased fuel at one place and and it took so much to fill up and you know we felt like we had the same thing there and we went and filled up at another place and it took a different amount to fill up and we felt like we was getting cheated at one or the other um, God, God doesn't like a false balance. So if one is purposely doing that, that's a false balance there. Uh, you know, in, in the Bible days, they would weigh out stuff. And uh, if they would put a false weight on there, maybe they had a weight that said it was, uh, and I don't want to even try to figure that, but let's just say it said it was two pounds. But in reality, it was, it was three pounds or maybe it was just one pound. Uh, and so when they put it on there, um, they were purchasing something or selling something. And so they, they said that uh, it weighed three pounds. Well, it really didn't weigh three pounds. It just weighed two pounds, but they had a three pound weight uh, that only weighed two pounds and they balanced out. So the person bought two pounds of something. God said he hates that, vice versa. If they were uh, selling, uh, uh, selling something and so they were you know going to uh, sell it and they put on a, a a weight that said it was you know two pounds but it was really three pounds or, or maybe I don't, I'm trying to figure out the wrong way either way God hates just unjust balance he, he hates a false balance and, and I think I messed that up a little bit but you know if they were buying from you it weighed uh, two they had the weight that weighed said it weighed less than what it weighed and if they were selling they had a weight that said it weighed more than what it weighed uh, so God hates an unjust balance, and he hates the unjust balance in uh, the law, too. We've got to be right and fair one to another regardless of, of what's going on. You know, just because you don't like me doesn't mean that I need to, uh, I get a ticket uh, for going five over, and you let the next guy go down the road at ten over, and because you like him, you don't stop him, give him a ticket. That's an un, uh, unjust balance. Uh, that's a false balance. It doesn't weigh out right. Uh, so it's not just in physical weight, uh, but it's also in the way that we treat others. God is no respecter of person. Uh, Proverbs chapter 12, verse 17. 
He that speaketh truth soweth forth righteousness, but a false witness deceit. Um, remember what I said up here uh, in in uh, uh, verse twenty one in Psalms one twenty verse three. What shall be given unto thee, O? And what shall be done unto thee, thou false tongue? Well, God God talks about it here. A false witness that speaketh lies. He that showeth discord. Uh, God hates these things, right? Uh, but then he that speaketh truth showeth forth righteousness, but a false witness, deceit. God, God knows what's going on here. False witnesses are deceiving. And the Bible even tells us, be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he reap. So we know this, that God understands a false witness and the deceit of that false witness. Uh, Proverbs 14 and 5. A faithful witness will not lie. Now think about this, church. But a false witness will utter lies. A faithful witness wants to tell the truth. Um, be sure your sins will find you out. Just think about that statement there. So a false witness will utter, or a faithful witness will not lie, but a false witness will utter lies. Uh, and, and people will eventually figure that out, and they know who they can or can't talk to. They understand who they should or should not do business with. Uh, today we have a, um, what we call a review system. I like to read reviews before I purchase stuff. And uh, I, sometimes I'm reviewing things and I look at the complaints that people do and they give somebody a one star or two star. Or they say, I'd give them a zero star if I could. And a lot of times the complaints that they got on there really, they're just common everyday misunderstandings. Uh, you know, something may have happened and they try to figure it out or they're blaming the persons in whom uh, has the business when it's really not their fault, but maybe they're having a delivery service come in and the person who's delivering doesn't do what they're supposed to do, and but then the business gets the blame for it. Um, you know, uh, maybe they purchased something from in the manufacturer, it was it was wrong or messed up or something happened, but then they blame the business that sold it, and, and so we gotta be careful, you know, who we're pointing fingers at, because uh, God understands what the truth is, and so you can be lying about the business when it's a totally different subject uh, or a totally different area, a totally different matter, and and I will say this: nobody wants to be lied on. So if we don't want to be lied about, why would we lie about somebody else? Pretty, pretty simplistic question right there. Uh, chapter 17, verse 4. A wicked doer giveth heed to false lips. Yeah. You know, liars love lies. And a liar giveth ear to a naughty tongue. It's one of those ones where, you know, um, it doesn't take you very long to figure out who you're hanging around with, did it? Uh, you start telling lies, they're all ears. Uh, and uh, a liar loves, a love, liars love to be around liars. That don't even make any sense to me, to be honest with you. Um, 
I've heard people say a lot, well, I can't believe they lied about me. Well, you was lying about them. You were all ears when a lie was being told about them. Uh, and that's what the Bible says. A wicked doer giveth heed to false lips, and a liar giveth ear to a naughty tongue. Uh, we, I'm surprised, like I said, it's amazing how fast um, lies and half-truths and, and falsehoods get passed around, but how slow the truth goes. Um, you know, we uh, rumors go fast, but truth goes slow. A false witness shall not be unpunished. Well, now think about what we said up here. A false witness shall be un, not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall not escape. Uh, church, there there is the word of God, and God's going to deal with these things again. Uh, Proverbs 19 and 9, a false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall perish. You say, well, you just read that. No, look at what verse 5 says. A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall not escape. And then he tells us again the same thing, but he gives us the answer. A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall perish. God's going to double down on that here in just a little bit. Uh, the last one in Proverbs chapter 25 verse 14. Whoso boasts himself of a false gift is like a cloud and wind without rain. You're dry. Uh, you're of none effect. Uh, you, you know a farmer uh, sees the storm clouds off in the horizon and, and stuff and there's lightning and so forth and here comes that cloud that looks so good looks so good looks so good looks so good and it just goes on by it's like what happened you know that was no good um, I remember fishing a lot of times at night and be out on the water and look off to to into the sky and you see the lightning flashing for I think it's gonna rain it's gonna rain it's just heat lightning off in the distance uh, it's a cloud there, and there's lightning in it. And it's got nothing in it. It's just dry. It's just dry. Uh, so a false witness uh, shall not be unpunished. He that speaketh lies shall not, or shall perish. Whoso boasts himself of a false gift is like a cloud and wind without rain. There's no, uh, there's just nothing good in them. Uh, and I, times just slow down, not go too fast. At the same time, I feel like I'm almost dragging. Jeremiah chapter 14. And again, I did not get every verse. I'm just going to tell you that. I did not get every verse. But I got some verses to add to it. Or not to add to it, but some verses. And we got one more place in Jeremiah, and then we'll stop this evening. Uh, again, this is not a preaching lesson or preaching. This is a teaching deal, so we are going a little slow. Jeremiah 14, 14. Then the Lord said unto me, The the prophets prophesied lies in my name. I sent them not, neither have I commanded them, neither spake unto them. They prophesy unto you a false vision and divination and a thing of naught and the deceit of the heart. Now think about this for a second. They're, they're, they're the prophets that prophesy lies. We'll call them false prophets later on. Uh, 
Lord calls them false prophets here. But, but look what he says. They prophesy unto you a false vision. They tell you something that is not going to come to pass. It's not going to happen. Uh, or they tell you that something that is going to happen isn't going to happen. Uh, so they prophesy a false vision and divination of things of naught in the deceit of their heart. It's what they want you to believe. Therefore, thus saith the Lord concerning the prophet that prophesy in my name, and I sent them not, yet they say, Sword and famine shall not be in this land. By sword and famine shall those prophets be consumed. You get that, church? Think about this. And the people to whom they prophesy shall be cast out in the streets of Jerusalem because of the famine and of the sword. And they shall have none to bury them, them, their wives, nor their sons, nor their daughters, for I will pour their wickedness upon them. I, I want you to understand something. It's not just bad to tell lies. It's bad to participate in those lies. Um, the Bible tells us that Vengeance is the Lord's. He will repay. And we shouldn't hope vengeance on people. We should pray that they would get right with God. Uh, but we also know this, that it's not going to go unpunished. Things that are left there will not go unpunished. God's going to deal with those things. People who believe these things and follow these things, God's going to punish. Uh if you think about the, the Bible, Jesus talking to the woman at the well said that uh, we should worship in truth and sincerity. And God seeketh such to worship him, those that will worship him in truth and sincerity. Uh, and we ought to do that. Therefore, we ought not listen to false prophets. And I, and I will say this, you won't know whether or not I'm telling you the truth if you don't read the Bible for yourself. You won't know if what I'm saying is right unless you read the Bible for yourself. And if I'm telling you something contrary to the Bible and I'm saying the Bible says it wrong or it doesn't matter, then, then I'm a false prophet. I, or not a false prophet, I'm a false teacher. I'm not going to prophesy anything. Um, but, but if I'm telling you the truth, remember this, it's not my truth, it's God's truth that I'm telling. And God's not a liar. So don't believe the false prophets there there are a lot of folks today following false teachers and false preachers and false prophesiers and and false healers and false confessors of gifts and and they're liars and deceivers they're they're really uh, and the sad part of it is is they've convinced themselves that they're not but they ignore the word of god or they've realized they are and we don't need to wish bad on them we need to pray for them and that's easier said than it is done sometimes. I, I have to be honest about it. Um, but anyways, they're not going to go unpunished. God's going to cast them and do their, their thing. He said, I'll pour out their wickedness upon them. Why? Because they listened to the false prophets who were not sent of God. And they listened to their false visions and divinations and the things of not in the, and they, that come from the deceits of the heart. And they prophesied, saying they prophesied in the name of the Lord. And the Lord said, he not. And then they said, sword and famine shall not be, uh, shall not be in this land. Uh, by sword and famine shall those 
prophets be consumed. And I, and I will say this, if people tell you that there is no hell, well, unless they change their way, they're going to not only uh, go there, but when they get there, they'll wish they never got there. And those that will believe them will end up there too. Jeremiah 23, 32, this will be the last one tonight, and we'll save the rest uh, for next week if the Lord allows, Lord wills uh, in that. Look what he says here. Uh, and you can actually go backwards uh, a little further there. Uh, verse 26. How long shall this be in the heart of the prophets to prophesy that prophesy lies? Yea, they are prophets of deceit of their own heart, which think to cause my people to forget my name by their dreams which they tell every man to his neighbor as his father hath forgotten my name for Baal the prophet that hath a dream let him tell a dream and he that hath my word let him speak my word faithfully what is the chaff of the wheat saith the Lord is not my word like a fire saith the Lord and like a hammer that breaketh rock in pieces therefore behold I am against the prophet that saith the Lord, that steal my words, every one from his neighbor. Uh, behold, I am against the prophet, saith the Lord, that uses their tongue, and say, he hath, he saith. Behold, I am against the prophet that, or against them that prophesy false dreams, saith the Lord, and and do tell them, and cause my people to err by their lies and by their likeness yet I sent them not nor commanded them therefore they shall not profit this people at all thus saith the Lord uh, you know I'll be honest with you uh, the word of God should be profitable to us spiritually speaking it should cause us to grow it should cause us to change uh, it should cause us to increase uh, in the knowledge of God the things that God would have us to it should improve our, 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 our relationship with the Lord. It should make us a stronger witness for God. Uh, it should pull us away from those things which are false and lying and those things which are deceitful. Uh, and we should be drawn closer to God, not further from God, nor should we expand God's word uh, in the things that it does not say, nor diminish God's word, uh, taking away from what it actually does say. Uh, and so, you know, uh, again, uh, I'll say tonight, you know, I'm not perfect. I, I understand my imperfections. Um, but I can promise you I, I do my dead level best to make sure that I teach the truth according to the word of God and his will and try my best to stay out of the way there. And if I'm going to give you my opinion, I'm going to say this is my opinion. It's not found by or found in the word. Uh, but here's here's my opinion. Uh, and so, you know, uh it's, it's something there to make sure that we declare God's word to be God's word and our opinion to be our opinion uh, and make sure we're separating the two. Uh, when we're living for God, we live according to the will of God and the word of God by his planned out purpose there. And if a man, uh, I say if a man, if a woman, if anybody is changing the word of God to say something that it does not say, uh, they're false teachers, false preachers, false prophets. Um, if they're sharing things that are not of God, then they're false. 
and we need to stay away from those. God's going to deal with those folks. Uh, and if we believe them and follow them, then that means eventually God's going to deal with us too. Uh, so with that, tonight we'll save the rest of this. Um, just another page and in, in, in a half uh, of some scripture. We'll get to them next week if the Lord doesn't change our mind. Um, but uh, just be mindful that uh, uh, we need to stick to what thus saith the word of God, to his will, to his plan. And if we'll do that, uh, we'll be faithful and we'll be true witnesses of the Lord, which is more important than anything else that I can think of, uh, to be a good steward of the word of God, uh, following his will and his plan and his purpose. Father, tonight I thank you for your love, mercy, and grace. Thank you, dear God, for the grace that you give us, Lord. Help us to do that which you'd have us to do, to be that which you'd have us to be. And we'll magnify and glorify your holy name. In Jesus' name we ask and pray. And amen. Amen. God bless you. We love you. We'll see you at the next point of time.